Okay, focal warm-up's done. Feeling good. All right. Welcome to the Weekly Undertaking. I am Michael. I am Alex. And we are your co-hosts tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, this is the Weekly Undertaking, as Michael just said, and I am reiterating for you. Before we get started. We're very energetic. We had three three cups of coffee before we went on tonight. I answered the door, jumping up and down. We did. Michael he did. joined me. It was great. It, it was, was our neighbor na- my neighbor looked at me. And he was just like, what what? Honest honestly, we've done weirder shit on your lawn. Like your your neighbors are probably used to us by now. What a yeah. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) All right, so as we said, this is the Weekly Undertaking. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And before we go further. Yes. uh, I would like to uh, introduce a new segment to you and to everyone else. Uh, This is news to me. Called Old News with the Oxymorons. (laughs) Because, you know, we record in advance. We record a full week in advance. And we record at the very end of a week. That's true. Which means that... Uh, by the time we uh, upload, whatever we talk about is way outdated. Very old news. But a lot has happened this week. Uh, it's been a very active week, so we need to discuss the things that happened. Yeah, so when, you hear, when you're hearing this, everything you're hearing is like two weeks old at this point. This, but that's why it's called old news. This is a hot take several weeks after the hot take is relevant. <laughs> okay. So what news do you want to discuss first? Well, first I think we need to... to Pay a little homage to uh, the late Stanley, who oh, sadly yeah. did pass away. A lot of great things happened this week, and that was the one thing that was really upsetting. I mean, listen, it's like the fact that they said that st- when they said Stanley passed away at ninety-five years old, I had no idea he was that he was that old. elderly. It was honestly very an accomplishment. It was he accomplished so much in his life, yes. um, and I mean, he changed my life. His characters got me through almost every hard time you know i grew up reading x-men and daredevil and captain america and spider-man was my favorite the movies always gave me something to talk about at parties uh it, it, it was but honestly you never read the comics actually no i was not a comic book uh, reader I'm and I'm, I'm still honestly not mm-hmm. but uh the fact that he was able to uh well he- like give a hand in uniting the entire world mm-hmm. not just the world of comics like our whole world uh, mm-hmm. by uh, presenting a movie franchise that has something for everyone mm-hmm. um, in a way that's just never been done before. Yeah, I mean, he put really comics and that kind of literature on the map in a way that it had not been before. Yes. Because, you know, uh, this, is, this observation has been made before, but I'm going to reiterate it. It's like DC... Um, it gave us the first superhero in Superman and, mm-hmm. and started to make that kind of popular, but Stanley made his heroes human. Yeah. They weren't super people. They were people that had superpowers. You know, like, when I read his old stuff, Spider-Man, Captain America, they still had rent to pay in between <laughs> I, crime fighting. That stuff is awesome. Yeah. I, I love it when they combine that those as, like, mm-hmm. two worlds. And That's... he really was the first one to really do that you know all the humanization of of bruce wayne and all that stuff came after uh stanley did it first yeah because uh the whole thing with marvel characters though Mm -hmm. like the tying factor i think is characters who view their powers as almost as curses Mm -hmm. instead of uh uh like something incredible yeah you you can you see the uh the it's spider-man in particular more than anybody else it's the great power great responsibility Mm mm-hmm one of the, one of the best. I mean, one of the most prolific lines he's ever he's ever written. But um, yeah, yeah. He uh, listen. Rest in peace, Stanley. There will never be another one like you. I think your name is awesome too. I don't even think, like, but just well, that's an Stan Lee. Well, he he changed awesome. it. 
Well, still. His first name, his real name was Stanley Lieberman, and then he changed it to Stan Lee to make a pun on the on his first name. And but he changed. It's cool. It is cool. It's dope. But yeah. thank you for informing me on this because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, he was a he was a good man, one of the great American creators of all time, and man, that his his passing hit me harder than I than I thought it would. Um, but yeah, he lived a long full life touched a lot of a lot of people um and uh yeah can't say anything bad about the man more people than i would ever hope to touch yeah of course of course all right so um okay we brought him down we gotta bring him back yeah up. exactly we what what good what good news happened this on week? that same day mm-hmm. we got to see live action pokemon for the first time ever i forgot that happened this week <laughs> okay i gotta say mm-hmm. detective pikachu I'm so hyped for it. It's it's on the top of my list of of okay, so the art of Detective Pikachu is crazy detailed and by that extent creepy as all hell. Yeah, so uh to bring everyone up to speed, there was a trailer on Monday, 2 weeks after the fact. Yeah. Uh there was a trailer 2 months ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um for the first live action Pokémon movie ever mm-hmm. called detective pikachu and it's about a pikachu who can talk to this guy named tim and they solve mysteries right and played, played yeah. by the guys played by uh tim is played by justice smith who the had guy what? from fallen kingdom oh is that that's where i saw yeah. him before you probably didn't recognize him when he was in like a terrible movie Did fallen king yeah you're probably right Wasn't I, a good movie. I haven't seen fallen kingdom oh god knows how then long. that's why you didn't recognize him i did not at all yeah fallen kingdom not good okay good good to know i will avoid fallen kingdom at all time at mm-hmm. all uh at all junctures. And um, then uh, Ryan Reynolds, which means that we're getting a lot of Pikachu jokes in Deadpool. In Deadpool I think 3. That's the that's something you told me. That so. was my, that was my sorry initial to hot ta- take. Sorry to take that joke from you. That's fine. Ryan Reynolds is incredible. He is one of the most widely recognized super, uh, or, yeah, superstars of today from his work in The Green Lantern, Deadpool. I think he was in Love Actually. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. He was in several rom-coms at the very least. And now he's fucking Pikachu. He's Pikachu. Now, I honestly, when I first heard about this, because they announced this a, like a long time ago, mm. that Ryan Reynolds was going to be Pikachu in a live-action Pokemon I movie. I totally missed that. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, no way. I just, I really wish they just put Ryan Ryan Reynolds in like a Pikachu costume and then just didn't <laughs> acknowledge it. Uh, that'll probably be an SNL skit. You know what? You're probably right. But uh, when he hosts, when he's advertising Detective Pikachu. But uh, like, dude, I've been wanting live action Pokemon since we saw that Pokemon Apocalypse uh, <coughs> trailer. Pokemon Apocalypse? Yeah. Uh, from eight years ago, it was a fan trailer that used like realistic looking CG Pokemon. I am completely... You never is, saw that? This is a very deep cut, even for me. Dude, it was awesome. I did not... That, seeing that was like, wow, can we please get a live-action Pokemon movie? Completely unaware it of It was this. about Ash after, like, in, like the, the like, adult underbelly of Pokemon, where there's, like, fight clubs and uh, illegal oh. activities. You know, that has potential. That has potential. I think that would be a really cool movie. You know, do we know what rating Detective Pikachu is getting? It's probably gonna be PG. That's so upsetting. I, it's either going to be PG or PG-13. I'm leaning towards PG. I mean, it's a Pokemon movie. Just because, yeah, it's Pokemon. It has to appeal to kids while also appealing to, like, old adults. No, it's it's a, it's going to be a kids movie. But, I mean, I would give so much money to watch just watch a grisly, like, murder scene from uh, with just Pikachu at the but helm. But I think you're forgetting the amount of things that can be done with PG. True. 
True like, enough. You could do a lot. Let Pikachu say fuck. That's all I want. That's I want it. probably not going to happen. I want it so badly. Maybe. Maybe one day. <laughs> I really, really badly want that. But uh, I'm stupidly excited for that. We'll probably be talking about this in the coming months. You got you. I would be shocked if we weren't. So uh, both of us, uh, I think the whole the whole census of the entire internet is. I did not expect to be excited for this movie, but yet now here I am, getting, like so excited. I think the entire uh, the big reaction from the entire internet was Mr. Mime looks creepy as fuck. Why the hell does that exist? Well, no, it exists because Mr. Mime is creepy as fuck. Yeah, it's uh, it, they they are true to the character. <laughs> they certainly are, but my god, that just looked that was I had trouble. Makes it makes me happy that we don't live in that world. Yeah, me too, me too. But regardless, it looks like it's gonna have a lot of belly laughs, and I'm really excited for that. Okay, and then besides that. Still in old news, uh, the Toy Story 4 trailer dropped and no one cared. I Did you see... I didn't care about the the main one that dropped with the weird spoon looking thing. Yeah. I didn't really care about that one, but they released there was a another second one, right? trailer with Key and Peel as two stuffed I animals. I did see that. I, I, that one was pretty good. That is the first thing that actually got me excited for the movie, because I just want to see the Key and Peel reuniting. Mm-hmm. But I'm just happy we live in a world where, where Pokemon got the world excited and kind of like made everyone be like toy story 4 <laughs> pokemon well first of all no one was really excited for toy story 4 now because the story had a nice end toy story 3 ended so perfectly that the fact that they're making another segment i mean i've never been i have not i've yet to be disappointed by a toy story movie that's true so i'm optimistic about i'm this. sure it'll be good yeah but the fact that they're touching this after it's you know perfect completion puts me on edge and i think the rest of the world is or I don't want to speak for everybody, but a large consensus is saying, you know, do we really need this? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the big thing is, like, the prequels didn't ruin Star Wars. Uh, the Last Airbender didn't ruin close. Avatar. Like, you can't... close. <laughs> you can't ruin something that already exists with a additional uh, thing. Just because even if it's bad, you could just kind of ignore it and you'll still have the other thing. There is definitely an exception to that that I'm Dude, blanking on right I now. love I love the Shrek trilogy. Never even think about Shrek Forever After. I didn't even see Shrek Forever After. It's bad. Is it? Is the soundtrack good at least? Because Shrek One and Shrek see, Two. I don't even. I don't even remember. That is true. Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't think there was one pop song in that movie. Uh, well, that's a. I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. Okay. Now one more thing that we must discuss. Okay. Uh, for old news, um, my alma mater was in the news this week. Was it really? You know this. Uh, Do I? I'm blanking on it. Continue. Tell me. Tell me your story. Uh, Danny DeVito. Oh shoot! You did show. Yes, I did find no, this. No, you found this and sent it to me. I did. Find and I was this. upset because I wanted to tell you on the air. Okay. So, so explain what it was. So my old uh, college, Purchase College, mm-hmm. uh, proud to represent now. <laughs> uh, it was uh, someone had found a secret room. Uh, in the uh, basement boys' bathroom in the VA building, visual arts building, which I use frequently, by the way. Never found a secret door. Oh, come on. I've been there. I've been in there so many times. Well, what was behind the secret door? It was a shrine to Danny DeVito. (laughs) I'm sure you've seen this. It's it's been everywhere. Danny DeVito himself saw it and tweeted about it. Read read the tweet that Danny DeVito said. My phone's over there. Okay. I gotta... I just want to say, this is absolutely... Your school is wild, and I love every... Whenever someone asks about it now, I'm just going to show them, like, uh, secret uh, Danny DeVito shrine. 
It says a lot. It says a lot about it. I mean, Danny DeVito had a rough week because Ryan Reynolds stole the part that was made for him. Honestly, I would love to see him as Detective Pikachu. Dete- <laughs> there, there was a fan trailer that I watched afterwards of just I saw it too. Always Sunny in Philadelphia quotes dubbed over whenever <laughs> Pikachu was talking, and he said some awful things in Duds. <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia. All right, I um, got I got the tweet here. Read it. Danny DeVito at Danny DeVito. Your shrine honors me. My heart is filled with love and garbage. Because the shrine had a lot of garbage around it. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, as you may know, is my name day. Do something that makes you feel good. Above all, be kind to each other. Pick up trash, recycle, and be aware of plastics in the ocean. Well, was his name day? So was his birthday? Is that what he's trying to I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, well, it, he used this shrine to... Send a good message. He, he did. Yes. But also, I just... God, I love your college. No, and honestly, this uh, this uh, this this revelation has been a point of uh, uh, of conflict and uh, a little bit a ups- uh, little bit of uh, upsetting reality for uh, the people at purchase. Really? Because I have a little bit of an inside uh, visual because I'm a part of all like the purchase groups on all social media, so I get to see mm-hmm. what everyone's like talking about. The reaction. And they sealed up this shrine 24 hours after it went viral. What? Why? I don't know. They sealed it up because it was a secret room no one knew about. I saw that Purchase College tweeted about it saying, ha ha, our students are so creative. I, I don't know. But uh, they, they boarded it up and now everyone's like, well, there's mold in the apartments and like there's fucking like the buses don't get here on time. But this is what you're going to fix immediately. Let the Danny DeVito cult live on. Which is upsetting because it was probably one of the greatest art installations the school has ever seen. <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. And, and it was fucking covered up. Actually, literally, you put that on a pedestal, that could be a piece of art. That could be someone's final portfolio piece. Yeah. Because it was, it's beautiful. No, trust me, someone got an A <laughs> in one of their classes. Could you imagine the teacher just gave an assignment of make sure it's an, um, make an underground art project somewhere? No, I, I, I read uh, somewhere that the, it was installed in like September, I think. Mm-hmm. So it went a couple months without being noticed. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm proud of purchase, uh, rise up, uh, make a, make a big piss about this. Cause it does suck that they're going to do something about a secret room that was made to honor a, a, a small Italian, um, and, and, and not fix the other problems the school has. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I said, I am all for, I am all here for Vitology. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the the and, Scientology of Danny DeVito. And now, 15 minutes in, I think we gotta uh, cut this uh, this old news uh, segment and get to the actual reason of the podcast. Oh, yes. What is it that you did this week, Alex? Okay. Yeah, that, that took a very long time, and I feel bad, but... What? Why? I think that was fun. I, you know what? You're right. Let's I had fun, it. and this is a pretty light week anyway. It, yeah. What did, so what was the challenge this past week? Build something. Yes. Very vague, very broad. The only qualification that I think we had was... No Ikea, bitch. No Ikea, meaning no instructions. You had to make it from your own intuition. Yeah. All right, so did you complete... I can see right here. Yeah, You have have your... He has one of his creations... On the desk. On the desk that we're recording on. So I, I made two things. Okay. Did you only make one thing? I only made one thing. Okay, so let's talk about this one first, because it's the least interesting. Okay. Uh, I had this idea this morning, mm-hmm. uh, just because I built the other thing and I didn't know if it was enough to talk about for an entire episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, but basically what this is, is a giant marble run 
and uh, I don't know if uh, you probably know this about me. I'm obsessed yeah. with marble runs. You you are obsessed it, with rolling marbles down yeah, at faster paces than other marbles. It's the those like plastic sets with all the little pieces uh, that you make to form a big slide that marbles run down. They mm-hmm. sell them for children. Okay. And uh, this is one of the smaller <laughs> sets that I own. I own I own three sets. This one is not connectable to the other two sets that I own. You're their most. You're you are their most consistent consumer. I. Three sets in two years, I think. That's pretty good. Uh, probably going to be four soon. They're, you're planning another purchase of another marble run set? I Because I bought this one because I wanted to make my even bigger creations, but this one turned out to be much smaller, mm-hmm. so I never really used it. So what is the purpose of this marble run set that you made? To have marbles run down it. Oh, well, oh, you know what? That makes fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. But you know what's funny? What? Uh, these uh, marble slides, because they're smaller, they require a smaller marble, and I don't have them. Oh, so do you need to purchase more marbles for the marble? It run? came in the set. I just lost them. I think. Oh, okay. So what we have here say, that's a real racket. is a completely useless, useless being that uh, can't carry out its functionality. And yes, again, in art school, I would be a genius. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say um, that's actually that's perfect. I, I saw that meme this week where uh, the, it was like from The Simpsons, and uh, the two two of the teachers were talking about uh, Ralph. Uh, in school and he was like this student filled in everything except the bubbles and the scantron and seymour was just like in art school he'd be a genius he... it's like yeah <laughs> i freaking love the simpsons <laughs> they used to be good that's very fun i don't i to be fair i do not watch the simpsons with any regularity anymore when yeah. i was in when i was in middle school maybe a little bit mm-hmm. but that was it so anyway i converted it into this week's uh pick and bucket stand <laughs> Excuse me. How how are we supposed to get to it? You're the only one tall enough to reach it. It's really not that high, Mike. It's it's pretty high for me. You he he showed off by just reaching up and easily grabbing the pick and bucket. It's I don't even It's out It's of, a little bit above your head. <laughs> Can you not put your hand above your head? No, not at all. That that requires way too much effort and I'm still I'm deeply offended. Alright, great. Well, what did you make? That was, <laughs> that was this is a really good creation i'm, I'm glad it's... i i did in a few minutes uh when i was uh taking a break from uh let's go pikachu well it's pretty uh it's pretty colorful it's in, it's fun to look at it is a fun uh, object to look at i do wish i had marbles to run down it because it's perfect it's actually three slides all at once mm-hmm. um and they're all perfect and they're all like exactly the same they're all very intertwined too thank you mm-hmm. i uh i worked hard for a couple minutes and it was fun good all right, so what I I have um I don't know about what your experience is working with wood and things like that. Oh, what did you do? Um, well, I wanted to build a bookshelf, because and how'd that work out? It didn't because so I have a lot of experience because I was involved in stage crew and theater and yeah, things like that right. in high school. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so I have a lot of I've I've had a lot of fun playing with power tools over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem was mm-hmm. when I got home and went downstairs to look at what we had. I realized that my my home, my father and my family don't have many um, what's the word tools <laughs> or wood Dude, or anything like me. that. We have all the tools in the world. Do you actually? Yeah. But aside from my family, we have all the tools in the world. Oh my god! Just kidding, family. You're the <laughs> coolest people I've ever met. I saw an opportunity and I took. I it. I was gonna say they're like the main listener. They're they. Your family is our demographic. <laughs> That's all the people that are listening to this. Why well, are you then they should them? know my sense of humor and they should know that I'm kidding. <laughs> True point. Um, but yeah, so I um, 
I've made a lot of really cool stuff and I was like, I get to show off and I get to play with the power tools. My dad has a screwdriver. <laughs> okay. Two Wait, hammers. Phillips head or a flathead? Flathead. Okay. Well, actually he has one flathead, one Phillips head. Okay. So not it's, bad. it's okay, but no wood to speak of. So I was very much stuck. What, did you use the tools on other tools then? No, what I actually did was I used connects. Remember those? Oh, wow. Remember, okay. Remember those very old um, yep. things that we used to build roller coasters and stuff when yeah. we were kids? What'd you make? A bookshelf. Out I was, of connects? <laughs> out of connects. Wait, do you have a picture? I have several pictures because today I finished it and I, w- I just started like piling books on top of it. Like here is... Wow. We'll, we'll put a picture on the actual uh, YouTube thing. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, thanks for giving me work. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, they're going on Instagram. They'll probably go on YouTube. True, true that. But yeah, so it was a. This was it. This was the Connects bookshelf. Wow. Can I can I hold this? Yes, of course. And you can swipe Ooh. swipe to see uh, all of the books that it held. I put I put on some magazines and Ooh, took a picture that, of it. That's bending. It is bending. And then I put on a textbook, and eventually, towards the end, I ended up with several books. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. What? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I ended up with. Uh, several, I ended up with, I think, five books, 13 magazines, two textbooks, I and the- com- too fast. You did. With, uh, two, with five books, 13 magazines, uh, two textbooks, and the complete works of Shakespeare on the, uh, on the bookshelf, and then I tried to add a little bit more, and it collapsed very <laughs> violently. Now. Um. Wow. And the thing is, I knew how to fix it if I were to build it again. But I just really did not want to build it again. So that was my adventure with building a bookshelf with connects. Wow, Mike. It was it was a project. You know, that I'm impressed. That, Are you that really? was that was actually very entertaining. Alright. Um you really did bring it. Uh I, that I I mean I don't even know what to say. I scared my dog so much when it collapsed. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Well what was your okay, well, so I want to Every... keep talking about this with you. With the with, for the bookshelf? Yeah. Or, or actually, should I introduce my last thing first? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Let's. But what did you want to say about the bookshelf? Anything? I I just wanted to. No, actually, I was gonna ask <laughs> how many books you put on it, but I already had that answer. Third, uh, five books, thirteen magazines, two textbooks, and the complete work of Shakespeare. Wow. And uh, I don't know. Do you think this could be a practical thing? Because uh, oh, clearly not. Yeah. Given how violently it collapsed <laughs> that was that was going to be my main yeah. question like if you think do you think if you like really built like structural structurally integral like stuff like a lot of like supports and like mm-hmm. diagonal beams do you think potentially you could have built something big and potentially uh long-term sturdy um with connects with connects because i'm a lego boy so i don't know for sure <laughs> i am also a lego person but i did not have i gave my legos away to my younger uh, cousin mm. because you know i suppose he would get more use out of them mm-hmm. um the problem with connects is that they don't have enough size is so if i here's the thing if i knew enough about it and started planning it in advance because what i basically did was i just started freaking building and uh-huh. seeing how high i could go um but if i planned it all in advance and use physics and things like that i mean it's possible. Mm-hmm. The reason why it fell was because I bumped into it too much, and the, okay. uh, the I did not give it enough back support, so it fell through oh, there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And stuff like that. But if I had accounted for that and 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 uh, things like that, I think it is actually pretty possible. Well, so you're saying if you plan it out and really like try to like 
do maths and stuff and find the weak points and if i actually bothered to put effort into this weekly undertaking mm -hmm. it's possible i could have had a really cool bookshelf at the end of well it. at least you're being consistent with the amount of effort you put in each week <laughs> fair point true enough true enough so you I, i'm very interested in what your actual project was because you've built a lot of really cool things oh, over the prepare years to be disappointed Really? Yeah, I, I have built a lot of cool things, and I appreciate you acknowledging that. You used to build gigantic snow sculptures out outside your house during every major snowstorm. And that was fun. We made the papers a few times. Y you did. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, I remember one year, uh, he built like a life-sized uh, train car. Remember that? Yeah, the train. The train. That was when I was in the old house with uh, my dad and uh, my sister. We all worked on it. I There was this one girl... This one really weird girl in my high school that I was just scrolling through through Facebook that posted a picture of it and said and and said something to the effect of like wow people have too much time on their hands and I was very close to just commenting tagging you in it and just saying hey Alex this is the really weird girl that took pictures of it <laughs> just like that, that stood out just to embarrass her wow but I want to meet her I wonder what she's doing now I could not care less if I tried <laughs> oh, um, well, it's nice to be. Uh... Art is supposed to dry, derive emotion, and that was certainly... I don't, actually, no, I don't even know if that counts as emotion. I don't think so it's either. judgment. <laughs> it, it was a judgment. It was a poor one. But you... I mean, can we post pictures of some of the really cool stuff that you've made over the yeah, years? Yeah, I can look for. I can look for some stuff. You made like a Rubik's. You made a a gigantic Mario head. That was mostly my dad. That was, one was my dad, and I think that one he was really proud about. I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty dope. It really was. <laughs> I remember. One year we did like the giant slide. Oh, I remember that. That was a lot. That was probably my favorite just because it was interactive. I had a lot of fun sliding down that. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the T-Rex was probably the best looking. I have forgotten about the T-Rex. Yes. That, that was really dope. That one was like our first year in this house. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. But uh, you've had a you've made a lot of really really cool stuff yes. over the years. And along with the Argyle. Mm -hmm. uh, True. That was not a snow sculpture. That was a motorized shopping cart. Yes. We talked about that last week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, but that was, uh, yeah, that was a lot of, um, that was a lot of fun to, to play with, but yes, that was a lot. I wish it worked a little bit better so we could actually drive around town in it. Right. Mm -hmm. One day I, I am saving it. So we will fix it up and make it perfect. Eventually. And we will drive around in it. Um, I want absolutely. to, yeah, absolutely. So my initial thought this week was to work with Legos, but I didn't have a lot of Legos left. And I didn't want to take apart, uh, my, uh, what's it called? My, uh, Lego vending machine that I have over there. He does have a very cool Lego vending machine in his room. I don't remember how it works. If I never made one, I would have loved to do that this week. What, making the vending machine? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you could have. But I already made one, so it's like... I suppose that so, makes it less fun. Yes. This week I wanted to experiment with popsicle sticks. Ooh, okay. I found a bunch of them today. Or mm -hmm. last week, I mean. And initially, I was thinking about different ways to construct... Uh, <coughs> uh, what is it? Like, different... Uh, different cool things like i was thinking about making a pirate ship mm -hmm. or uh or like a big tower or a building okay but then i was realizing uh that i didn't really know uh the proper way to uh build with popsicle sticks i didn't understand the material enough and what could potentially be accomplished with it okay so this week what i did was i did a lot of experimentation with popsicle sticks mm -hmm. and i made one uh abstract sculpture with them uh based on a technique that i kind of figured out uh where you well i'm just gonna pull it up yeah uh, please do here it is oh wow it looks like a kind of spring thing yes so how it works is that you make a classic four by or, or 
uh, square out of popsicle sticks. And then the next row, you shrink uh, it down a little bit mm -hmm. until it gets very small. And then you open it back up. Okay. So the width never changes, but uh, just the location of the popsicle sticks. Really? And I think that would be an interesting way to create depth in sculpture. Yeah, because, yeah, you're right, because this, this does look super duper cool. Uh, I wanted to make it super tall, but I ran out of sticks. <laughs> you could just call me over. Mike, well, I need you to come over now and eat 30 pops. Bring some freezy pops. <laughs> I would be I would be over here in a heartbeat. <laughs> you, you don't even know. I would be breaking down the door. Um, but yeah, no, this is a really cool thing. Um and I think I'm starting to understand popsicle sticks a little bit more. This is the type of bullshit we say in art school when we <laughs> want to make abstract stuff. I think I think it's I'm like, finally becoming one with the popsicle sticks. I didn't sticks. understand the material enough to construct something literal yet. Now I am one with the popsicle stick. Honestly, conversations like that happen. Really? And they're taken seriously. Well, I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong. I was an English major undergrad. We've had a lot of really dumb <laughs> discussions about words and things like that, mm -hmm. too. Uh, but, but yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I really had a lot of fun. I've always wanted to work with Popsicle Sticks. I always wanted to make a roller coaster. Out of Popsicle Sticks? Yes. Like a functioning one. That would be really cool. Right? How long do you think you would need to do that? I need a lot of time <laughs> and a lot of sticks. A lot of sticks? Yeah. But I haven't figured out a way. This was a lot of... I did a lot of other experimentation to try and make kind of like a wooden coaster how like they have the planks that uh like you make little a little like cube uh -huh. and then the cubes stack on top of each other to form towers that the coaster lies on top of okay i didn't find a totally uh perfect way to to make a reliable cube to be as like sort of a stacking uh figure you know what does have a very reliable cube what you can make a very reliable cube with connects <laughs> You know what? You're right. I, I can't, I'm just, just putting it out <laughs> they there. Do, you remember that set we had when we were kids? One of us had it uh, mm -hmm. with the roller coaster connects. That's what I built my bookshelf out of. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, I think we both had that. Did we really? Because I remember owning it, and I remember building it here without you. And you know what? Yeah, I remember you building it too, and <laughs> I going over. We both had it. We we really could just make a massive connects roller coaster. Dude, and that's what we should do next week. You could probably buy a bunch of Connects like super cheap on eBay. Yeah, because who the hell No one likes Connects. If you want some building plastic building materials. That's cheap. That's very cheap. You're gonna go with Legos. No, Legos aren't cheap. Legos aren't cheap? Oh, I was no, going Legos to are not cheap. Legos are expensive. They True. have they have a monopoly in the building toy world. I wonder if Connects went out of business. I, let's check. Alright, look it up you look up you look up that. Um yeah, but uh, that's that would be dope to have that full functioning um, popsicles. I wonder there's there are a lot of like roadside attractions with popsicle sticks and stuff like that too, right? What do you mean? Like, I mean, I feel like there are throughout America there are like the highways of um, with there are like the highways roadside attractions with like the giant duck that's very classic and like mm -hmm. dumb stuff like that. Um, I see that you pulled up the Connects yeah, homepage. They're still they're still here. They have a whole uh, section attributed to thrill rides. Whoa, look at that. 500 bucks for a Ferris wheel. I would not consider a Ferris wheel a thrill uh yeah. I would not consider a Ferris wheel a thrill ride. To be fair, the thing's huge. How huge is it? I don't know. Look at it though. It, I mean, it's pieces. on a phone. It, it looks very small because it's on a phone screen. Okay, Mr. Sassy Fast. I'm just putting it out there. Oh, and there's a 
Oh, that's, I think we had different coaster sets, because you had something like this that was like a big tower and it spiraled down it. Yeah. I had just one that was a huge hill, and then it went in a huge loop with a circle. And that's pretty dope. Yeah, that one was awesome. Dude, look at all these rides. They're all actually a lot more expensive than I thought. Mm, okay, cool. So, Connects is still very much around, Good uh, for them. everybody. All right. Wow. I'm, I am all for it. They are a very fun building uh, material. Uh, apparently, they're huge in the thrill rides, which I don't uh, I don't blame because that's what all I want to do with them now. I would pay for... I, would, I clearly did buy them, and I would <laughs> buy them again. Yeah. So, over the course of your art history, or any... What is the weird... What is the most fun thing you've built? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Oh, I've done a lot of really fun stuff. Oh, I think one of the most abstract things I've ever done was a performance piece. It's on my Instagram. You gotta be If you wanna me. go check that out, did you do you remember this? You did a performance piece? Well, I mean performance piece. It was two seconds long and you probably saw it and just didn't even think. Uh that's not it. Have you seen this video? Oh, in which you pulled down he it we'll post the look we'll post it on alex's on the oxymorons instagram but essentially it looks like he pulled a trigger and a lot of lego pieces fell in they're not legos those are gummy bears my friend oh really gummy bears so here's what i did we had to do a kinetic piece okay Um, this is for the a specific class assignment Mm -hmm. um it was actually the same assignment that i wrote that uh story about you and me and the rock uh for me you and the rock and the rock is the hard place and unbreakable friendship oh i thought you were talking about Dwayne the rock johnson no 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 i was like i need to read that story Uh, dwayne's got nothing to do with this (laughs) me and the rock (laughs) oh i just we go on an adventure (laughs) he's just he's just like he 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 just beats up everybody that we meet we're just marching along like 30s cartoon characters the rubbery limbs skipping along i will say nothing is more entertaining now than going back and watching wwe highlights with dwayne the rock johnson it'll probably be like that in 10 years with uh john cena that's you're probably right but it's just like because the man is now the most highly paid actor in the world and just to see him do all the weird stuff <laughs> that they had him do during wwe is so much fun that's great so what were you talking what, what boring oh, yes. thing were you talking about kinetic piece that's right i had to make uh a uh, 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 an art piece that moved that was the only requirement okay and i spent all week trying to think of something and nothing came to me and mm-hmm. i think about 30 minutes before the class started uh <laughs> i just had a i had a big bag of gummy bears and i was like oh wait and then I made a little contraption. I grabbed a cardboard box, taped it shut, put a piece of put string in there to break the tape when I pulled on it, held it upside down to make sure it worked. And I'm like, all right. And I walked to class and I was like, hey, can someone hold this box over my head? And everyone was kind of like standing back. I asked my professor to record it <laughs> and I pulled it and a bunch of gummy bears fell on my face, on, on my head. And yes, everyone ate them. How'd you do in this, on this art project? I, it was, everyone loved it. You got, did you get graded on it? Uh, if I was going to get graded, I don't know if that class had grades. I mean, I got an A in the overall class, but every, like very, very positive reviews. Probably one of the best things I've done in the eyes of the school. Art school is wild, man. It is crazy. <laughs> like, you just got to be fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and like just put in the effort to be weird. Um, and then what else did I do? I did a lot of weird things in that class. I made... I filled up 12 different water bottles with, like, a little bit of uh, water in each one Uh and colored them each with paint. 
and then glued them all together okay. to make a a literal color wheel, a liquid color wheel that you could like roll down the hill, roll or around like and play with. Okay, and just everyone played with it in class and loved it again. And you could put your arm through it, and it was like a cool gauntlet. All right. That's pretty dope. So those are a few of the weird things I've done. I've done so many, like, weird-ass things What I was the remember. purpose of the paint color wheel? Uh, Just to look cool? Or was no, it like... I don't remember the purpose of the project. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember why I did it or what the requirement was. Uh-huh. All I just, I just remember the result. You know, I love hearing about your art school stories. Dude, I have so many that I just don't remember. Because I my my wild nights as a as from my undergrad were mostly spent in a physics classroom putting up <laughs> putting up math formula on the wall, staying there so late studying that public safety had to kick us out. Oh wow. Which happened many times before, I will say. Public safety gave no like they gave the math kids so much shit. It was it was upsetting. That's funny. Yeah. You know, one time we were playing Dungeons and Dragons and they kicked us out of the room because it was too late. That, like, come on. That might be the nerdiest thing you've ever said. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but you know what? I applaud you for it. Did yeah. I tell you I've been learning the rules of Dungeons and Dragons? You, well, I mean, I've been listening to a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons and been loving it. And okay. And picking up the rules along the way. Well, I mean, the thing about Dungeons and Dragons is there aren't really... There are a lot not, of rules. Not but, rules, but, like, the, the lingo and stuff like that. Okay. Well, there are, most of the rules are set by the Dungeon Master, mm-hmm. who, uh, who, you know, because there are rules in the game, but the Dungeon Master could just say, eh, that sucks, we're not going to do what that. What I'm saying is I kind of understand the... Good. Yeah, I know what a nat 20 is. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yes. I'm proud of you. That is a that is an accomplishment. Look at me. <laughs> um, and then aside from that... Learning nerd <clears throat> culture. I'm very proud of myself. Would you? We should make a, a D twenty out of uh, out of popsicle sticks. That should be our next project. Would that be? Per- I don't know if we could get that much balance. I don't know if it would be that perfect. Hmm. In- that is something to research for the next time we we uh, new we weekly undertaking. Yes, new weekly undertaking. Do math onto how to make <laughs> the biggest piece of nerd nerd equipment that you can. Um. But what what other have you made anything? Uh. Because you weren't really a sculpture person. You were more of a painting slash graphic design person. Yeah, in, especially in my later years, mm-hmm. like excluding a few classes, mostly I just did uh, digital work. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really like experimental because graphic designers are very, uh, very like, like a cut and dry market place. Like you got to make something that will sell, mm-hmm. but it is also very fascinating. So the most like interesting designs uh, that were done mm-hmm. were things that both really like challenged like the thought and was like basically there's a really good idea but also conforms to that idea where it's like everyone will understand this and it will sell a product or uh, sell an idea mm, okay so that stuff i didn't love i mean I, it was great and i'm doing it as for a living so obviously i gotta kind of love it uh-huh but uh the stuff where it's just like uh the classes where it's just like build something and just experiment just see what happens. True. Stuff like that's awesome, and that's what I wanted to do this week. I wanted to go back to just, I'm curious what this would look like, so I built it, and there you go. And it looks pretty cool. I this, yeah. I would give you an A on this project. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Your word means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's very fair. That's very fair. I didn't ever build anything just for the sake of building it. Everything that I've ever built has a purpose. Like, we need this for the show, for this one moment mm-hmm. in particular. Dude, um, you should try it. 
It's rewarding. I'm sure it is. I mean, clearly, I well, I the thing that I built this week was for a purpose that it did not fulfill. Yeah, uh, but but um, it was it was still pretty dope. Um, I think the coolest thing that I ever built was in high school. We did Sweeney Todd, and so um, did you see Sweeney Todd? I know it from The Office, from that one episode that of The is, Office. That is the extent of your experience with. I think that's the extent of most non-theater people's experience with Sweeney Todd. I think that that's a pretty iconic show. I feel like that's a uh, that's one that people know. Yeah, everyone knows The Office. Okay, fair point. <laughs> fair point. I'm agreeing with you. All right, all right. Well, what we did was we built a gigantic cube um, on wheels that we used for the... So, in Sweeney Todd, the guy obviously kills the people while shaving them and dumps them down a, uh, a trap mm-hmm, door. Mm-hmm. So, what we did was we built a gigantic cube, which we turned to represent different parts of the, of the, um, of the, different parts of the show. Oh, cool. But on top of this thing was Sweeney Todd's barber shop. So, he would slice open the neck and then we would have it, we had a trap door up on top of the cube and we had crew people inside the cube for the entire to show. It. Well, to, to turn it on the off, season, off things, but also we didn't build a slide like the, like the thing Oh, uh, so said. they got to catch them? So, they caught them, tossed them, and then let them safely down the thing and through the trap door very very quickly <laughs> so it was it was just um it was a lot of fun building that that's cool yeah. it, a lot of the i was I, I i built a lot of stuff but most of the time i was the uh the tester like for example <laughs> what you pretended to be dead n- no no no, no. A- anything that we built this was the job of different people throughout the different years but for one for one like three month period it was my job every time we built something it was my job to go on top of it and jump on it to see if it was structurally sound enough what a fun job it was wow. it was great it was great oh man oh. i had a lot of time, fun times in that theater department mm. Trinity Trinity Theater. Maybe we should ask Mr. Fanning. Maybe you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was the motto. That was the motto. Well, because our our supervisor, Mr. Fanning, he's a great guy, mm-hmm. but he's also he he's an incredible teacher, instructor, supervisor, everything. But every time we would ask him a question, like, "Hey, we're gonna do this," he would just go, "Uh, okay," <laughs> no matter what it was. So wow. we just stopped asking him okay. eventually. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It yeah. was a good time. But uh. But yeah, uh, I would definitely encourage just building for building's sake. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly... To when, make something pretty. When you create uh, without a purpose, you might just find one. I, that almost sounded poetic. Thanks, man. Almost. That's what I was thinking about when you were going on your theater spiel. You know, I here in here I sat thinking, man, I'm glad I have a friend that's willing to listen to Dude, me. Dude, of course I'm going to listen to you. No, you're not. Never. What? Never. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> All right. I so, think it's time for them buckets. I think so too. All right. Here, let's just dump it out. Yeah, we have. There was one. only one in there. <laughs> one in there. We'll refill it for next time. All right. Let's see. It is no ledge. I'm I'm sad you figured out what that meant. I did not today. All right. Well, let me read it for. So the challenge this week is no ledge. Spend the week studying a subject. It can be as broad as French history or as specific as earthworm mating habits. So we're going to learn. We're going to learn something very, is it niche or niche? Uh, It could be niche or it could be niche or it could be something everyone knows. Okay, awesome. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I already have a wide command of thoroughly useless knowledge. Well, you're prepared to add it to prepare to add. I am going to I am going to go deep on something. But see the thing is it doesn't have to be a useless uh, knowledge, quote unquote. 
it could be like uh i don't know like learn about gambling what what do you what would you learn about gambling like the strategies behind it how people use it to their advantage oh so like card counting like yeah famous gamblers we're not encouraging this I'm just saying it would be interesting to learn about. I mean, gambling is legal in I meant, certain I areas. I meant card counting. What? Oh, card counting. Yeah, I mean, it's that's not illegal at all, but it, it also... It will get you killed. It will get you kicked out of the casino at the, at the very least. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, but that's a, that will be a very fun project. So I, uh, yeah. I look forward to learning about useless information that you spent the week studying. Yeah, and it's also Thanksgiving uh, this week. Uh, sure so we, it is. we hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. it already passed for you. And for us, we will eat many turkeys as we uh, as we try to forget the fact that the holiday is rooted in very violent acts. Yeah, exactly. And if you're wondering about that weekly undertaking from last week that we kind of uh, put back. It, it wasn't this one. It was not this one. Uh, but we can't do it for this week simply because uh, Thanksgiving was this week and that uh, undertaking would make Thanksgiving very sad for us. Did we? I mean, you're alluding to it. Do you want to just tell them what it was? Uh, I think it would be more fun to hang it in the air in front of them. Besides, I've mentioned it in passing before, so they could figure it out. Are you sure? We're going to throw it all into right. the bucket uh, with the, all the others. Yeah, we're, we're, we are refilling this week. And yeah. then, not that you need to know that. They're, they're not going to look in the picking bucket. Well, it's fun for us. Yeah, true enough yeah i don't know do you have any uh do you have a lot of challenges ready to throw in there because i only have like five or six i have a couple in mind okay and good. then we'll i'll build it over the over the course of the next just week just send them to me throughout the week and uh, we'll... okay why are we talking about this on air because i don't know maybe they like to maybe they like the melodious sounds of our voices okay wait can i do the outro this week uh be my guest <gasps> thanks mike that i want to do a... your best impression on uh, my best impression of you my breast impression please don't <laughs> Wait, what do you say? Oh my god. Hang on, no. This is the 20th episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Weekly Undertaking. As always, our, the artists attributed to this podcast are in the description, along with our social medias below theirs. Woohoo! I'm Mike. That was, an inc- that was incredible. That was a great impression of me. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my god, I can't yeah. tell. It's like listening to a tape recording. <laughs> Funny. Oh my god, stop that freaking voice right now. <laughs> I'm deeply disturbed. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, uh, well, thank you for listening. Until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. And try something new. Oh my god, shut up. You shut up. Fight, fucking fight me. Fucking come at me, bro. I'll kick your ass. I'll fucking demolish you. Bury you in the backyard. Shoot you at the fucking leg. Motherfucker. I, I don't think I'm that violent, but... Yes, I am. I'm me. Getting, they can't even tell us apart. All Why right. are you? No, don't stop. I'm, I'm putting don't you out of, the, out of your misery. No!